right, this is Tuck Taylor. This is episode four of Beast Thinking Podcast with special guests. Q Collins, the barber, cut above the rest. So, every time we kind of come in here, we kind of, we kind of like, we're at like same stage business-wise. We kind of started out doing what we it's did. It's always like that, time. right? <laughs> we always like, because you're, you're essentially reinventing yourself. I'm reinventing myself. So what's what's the process of reinventing yourself feel like? The process of reinventing yourself. For me, it's been it's a bit. I ain't gonna lie, it's been a little scary. I've been training since 2006. Mm-hmm. Been known for that for a while. That's what kind of my like you said you know you know you're known in the streets as Q the barber right now. Everybody know you as Q Q Q. Right. Right. Everybody knows Tuck is, you know, owner of Beast Athletics, trainer, all that type of stuff. And now I'm really bringing something new to the area and really starting a, a kind of a new industry. Right. And so I feel like the the applause gets real low when you start something new. You know what I'm right. saying? You're kind of right. going through that transition phase of doing that. But, you know, us both knowing about how life works and how the brain works, we know that we keep on pushing through and eventually people are going to be all up to speed on what we're on and it's going to be passe at some point because exactly. Beast Athletics was one of the first gyms of this kind in the area when we started and now right. there's you know a bunch of gyms and stuff everything popped up after that right. and so I feel like the same thing is going to happen with you know Beast thinking that we're essentially bringing in the whole mental training game yeah. to sports yeah. to life to all that and then you know, sooner or later, people are going to catch up and be like, oh, I want to do the same thing, or I feel like I want to do the you know, same and, thing. And I believe bro, the reason why it's so scary is that we understand people now. Right. And we understand that people don't like change. Right. They're scared of change, and they're scared to, to, to have a, an open mind. You right. Know, as, as crazy as that sounds, and a lot of people, they'll deny that, but they're scared to have an open mind to see past what they've learned or what they were taught. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and I feel like we're the ones to show them how to do that. Right. You know what I mean? If they could just open up their mind and be willing to, to listen. Not just hear, because a lot of, you know, you can hear but not listen. Right. You know, it's two different things. But um reinventing yourself, that's that's what you have to do. You know, and that's the that's the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people, I believe. One hundred percent. Because you have to always be willing to grow. Look at Jay, man. Look at Jay Z. Right. You know, rapper. Then he went to a uh, clothing line. Mm-hmm. Club owner. Right. You know, he's always done something to reinvent himself. He had a sports agency. I don't know if he still has it or not. Oh yeah, I think he's fighting that right now. It was a rock that rock nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think they got KD too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they got KD or not. Definitely fighting. Definitely fighting. So I, I think one thing too is uh, me, for me personally, I wanted to kind of disrupt the program that was running. So meaning that like I realized that Tuck is really like this program that's been running for the past 35 years, and Tuck has its habits. Tuck has its nuances, and now that I've kind of become a lot more conscious of myself. I know that now I can mold the tuck into whatever my consciousness wants it to be. Right. And my consciousness really is really just pulling me towards evolving the tuck 
into this guy that's going to help other people become conscious of their program that's running so they can really truly, truly become what their true self wants to become. Right. Because this outer shell, we, we became what we became out of what we saw. Mm -hmm. all, all the stimulus was dropping into our mind and we saw somebody play basketball so we played basketball. We saw somebody train so we started, you know what I'm saying? Right. We saw somebody be a barber so you're a barber. So now it's like now that I'm conscious I, 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 and I'm able to tap into my higher consciousness, I'm ready to do what it's telling me to do right. and have the tuck mold into that. That's like in high school, bro. I, I, one of the most influential basketball players back when we were in high school, I, I would say, Allen other, other than Allen Iverson, okay. was Jason Williams. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason White Williams chocolate. came out yeah, with, yeah, that, yeah. with the cross and put it under his shirt, yeah. it around the back, you yeah. know, it's a no-look passing. Elbow pass. We, elbow passing. Yeah. We was all doing it, you yeah. know what I mean? Because that's, yeah. that's what we saw. That's what we wanted to emulate. AI was definitely that dude, though. AI was that dude. AI was that dude. They always that dude with the crossover, brother, had us breaking our own ankles trying to recreate that. You know, and that's kind of funny too. How we talked about change, how, like, how coaches was like, "Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that crossover like that. Do this normal." And we now, we won't say any names on the coaches. No, we won't say any names. We ain't but, gonna name no names. But the ones who balled with us, no. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna say no names. But yeah. but what I was gonna say is it's. Now I'm friends with other people that are skills trainers. They teach the Allen Iverson crossover. Right. Like that is an actual skill set now. But it was so extreme. It's like, oh, that's a carrier. That's this, that's that. Nobody wanted you doing it. But how change again, right. change happened in the game. And now everybody does it. Right. So I think anything new is going to come with some backlash. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. And if I had to give like any advice on like, Young cats, man, like our age. Watch who you follow. Watch who you follow, Thanks. and be conscious of where where that person is going that you follow. You know what I mean? If that person ain't going where you want to be. Then you gotta pick somebody else to follow. More than and, and more than anything, find your own lane within it. You know what I'm saying? It's good to follow people and ideas, but following everything they do is a no-no for me. Right. I mean, I've always had people that I would admire to a certain degree, but I would add what they had to what you got and to what I have, right. and then I would make my own lane. That's the, that's you called know? evolution, right there, man. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. But right now, I believe you know we're raising a, a generation of followers. Mm -hmm. Look at Instagram. Right. Get your followers. Get your followers. I follow this person. I follow that person, and then a lot of people are consumed with that. Mm -hmm. They consumed with that following, man. And that's not what we teach them. One thing you said about watching who you follow, that's something we teach in the Beast Thinking Brain Engineering classes is the fact that we have these specialized neurons in our brain called mirror neurons. Mm -hmm. And they help us survive and thrive in our environment. So it's the same neuron that tells a baby that he needs to get up and start walking. Mm -hmm. He sees other people in his environment walking, so he gets up and starts to mirror the same thing in order to survive and thrive in this environment. So I say that to say this, if you are putting yourself in an environment that's not conducive to the person that you want to become, your biology is going to make you become like these people that you might not want to be like all the way. Right. So you're going to pick up their bad habits and pick up all the things and the nuances that they do mm -hmm. and not be conscious of it. You can't help it. It's part of how we have evolved as human beings. Right. 
So if you're not conscious about, and it's, it's, even, it's not even the people that's in your actual physical environment. It could be somebody that you're following on Instagram, somebody that you're watching on TV. So if you're not consuming the right content, you're not going to be able to evolve into that person. Now, on the other, st- on the other hand, if you are deliberately following someone that you would like to mimic and be like, you're going to naturally pick up a lot of their positive characteristics and traits and skill sets, and that's going to become you, and you can make it your own. You got to have a team, bro. You got to have sure. a team. For sure. In order to be successful, the team got to be right. If your team ain't right, you will not be successful. Facts. At all. You gotta, you gotta cultivate your team. Yep. I guess that's you know one of my biggest lessons is just making sure that my team is meeting their goal within the confines of the company. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, PK, you good? Nate, you good? Kendra, you good? Right. Like, this will, and, and then if they're not good, or I feel like they could be doing, you know, better at something, you know, I, I tell them. You know, any kind of constructive criticism or anything that I think that they could be doing to enhance what they already got, the talent they already have, I gotta let them know. Right. Because they are beast athletics right now. Mm-hmm. What has been, you feel like, your biggest mental hurdle as an entrepreneur? Mental. And I say entrepreneur, folks, because this man is not just a barber, man. This man does, has a lawn service. You still do the insurance thing? Yeah. Got the insurance thing going tax on. Thing. Tax. Yeah, we do it, we do it all. Hustle, man. We do it all. We got it going on. So what do you feel like has been your biggest mental hurdle to get over? say mentally is learning how to delegate. Mm-hmm. I think that would be my biggest mental hurdle. You know, just grow, growing up and, and going through things, man, you know, I grew up with trust issues. Right. Know, and, and understanding that it's not just about me. You know, because I'll be like, man, if I don't do it, it won't get done right. Right. And I thought that's the wrong mindset in business because if you train your people to do it right, and then you hold them to that standard, then they'll do it right. You right. know what I'm saying? They can, right. They'll never be you exactly, but you teach them how to be the closest you that they can be. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's the way you want your business to run. Right. You know? So I would say the biggest mental hurdle for me would be getting better with, with delegating. Taking a lot of that strain off myself. Yeah, I would say. And I was going, my my struggle, I would say, is, has to do with delegating is just dealing with burnout. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And burnout isn't a physical thing; it's a mental thing. Mental. And that's so, worse than physical. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where I, I I feel like you know I haven't found the answer, but what's been working for me of lately is just that meditation, man. It's just yeah. taking that time to shut my eyes, put some noise-canceling headphones on, and giving my brain a break. That's that's the big thing. 
That's a big thing. Because yeah, what thing people don't know about entrepreneurs too is like you trying to double down on your strengths and also run a business and be, you know, uh, this likable guy and all right, that type of stuff right, too. Right. So you got to sometimes stop and have some conversations and all kind of stuff while you're trying to get some work done. Ain't that right, Adam? <laughs> That balance, man. Right. I Being mean, able to, you know, still be that guy, but also set those boundaries and just yeah. be able to just have enough mental space to get everything done. Yeah. But sometimes hard, I don't feel man. like there's enough hours in the day yeah. to get everything done. It's, it's hard, man, when it's hard to have a business and friendship mix. It's hard for that, especially when, when both of y'all are not on the same page. Because sometimes you may have one like homeboys that you want to bring on because you want to help them and you do this and that and they're not on that same page they don't have the same understanding you have like listen we cool but at the same time i have right. business to run right so if i have to put the hammer down on you a little bit right understand that it's not personal and it shouldn't affect our personal relationship right but a lot of time it does you know what I mean? right so that's oh 100 they'll I've say like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah, too yeah, yeah me too so they'll say like man don't mix business and, and friendship but at, at the same time though you know i got you know pk as my gm and there's some days i'm just grateful to have someone that knows me as well because then he could be like hey tuck man you good you yeah. know what i'm saying like how many people well, you got in your business right now it's like hey q you good right right because like, your, your homeboys do that like, right. they, they recognize like changes in you but that goes to the point of having business and friendships where they're on the same page yeah right right they, right right they understand and they, they know that you have two sides that you have to be at times you right know what I mean? but that friendship wins you right. know what i'm saying so if i see my boy that's my boss or whatever at the time and he's kind of down gonna check on him as a homeboy like hey man you straight you right know what I mean? is there anything i can do better right you know and it, it's not enough for that either because you 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 busy lifting everybody up right but when, when who's that to lift you up facts and that's and that's i think <laughs> the, the, the next challenge and being an entrepreneur is keeping yourself right that balance between service and self yeah because at the end of the day as an entrepreneur I, I've told my staff this before too. I, I work for you guys. You know, mm -hmm. I'm working to make sure, you know, you guys can get paid and you guys can have careers and stuff here. But then it's like, all right, who's doing, who, who is, you know, who's working for me? Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. who's making sure Tuck's right? And I think the entrepreneur has to be that guy that's self-sufficient on that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily need need that. He can be that that person for himself. It's gonna take getting away. Yeah. It's gonna take reflection it's gonna take meditation to make sure that uh i'm getting out the full service today right hey we all, i'll be getting this all the time y'all <laughs> I mean, that's just for you know cut <laughs> cut <laughs> that's, that, that's just for uh camera purposes <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna help cut while i hit you with the uh, uh you know spray. hit it with the thing thing yeah, you want to put my personal business out there. Yeah, right? so yeah, I wasn't going to put it out there, but I was waiting. I was going to hit that and then hit it with the You can <laughs> Outtakes. Like, man, the front of his head look a lot darker. I know, like, wait a minute. I'm about to catch it. Like, hold on, man. No, but that's, that's been my thing, is just making sure I'm balancing selfishness with selflessness. Right. And knowing right. that in order to give, I gotta be full. I can't give if I'm empty. Man, that's real, bro. You know? That's real. 
What this stuff is, is, is the stuff to make my hair a little shiny, you guys. It's just a, yeah. this is the additive just for, it's a little sheen. It's a little sheen. Sheen. I'll tell you, I got the spray. Huh? I got the spray version of this. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like it? Uh, I need like, I need like a cardboard cutout. Cause it goes everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you use for me? When I, when I do your corners and stuff? Yeah. I cut a little thing like this. Ah. It's like a little flyer. Ah. Yeah. Let me show you. Can't give away all the game. I got you. Can't give away all the game. I got you. <laughs> so uh, we talked about kind of the struggles of being an entrepreneur. What's one of the, the blessings? What's one of the things that you love about being an entrepreneur? Oh man, it's a it's a lot of things I love about being an entrepreneur, man. Uh, one of one of the main things is being able to call my own shots, right? You know, um, which is which I'm gonna put a negative alongside that too. Mm -hmm. You know, like one of the, the negatives along with calling your own shots is having to be self motivated. Right. See, a lot of people want to be business owners, but they're not self motivated. Right. It's nothing to start a business. Right. Anybody can start a business. Sunbiz.com right now. That's it. That's it. Dot <laughs> org. Dot org. So that's right. You can go and start a business, but then what? Like who's gonna? If you don't, and, and some people, this is where it comes to. You have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You have to know who you are and how you are. Some people need to go to work. Right. Some people need to have somebody telling them what to do. Right. And to have an itinerary for them to do throughout the day. If you can't be self-motivated and push yourself to, to push your own agenda and itinerary, then being a business owner is not for you. Right. Because if, I mean, we can stay home all day. Right. Guess where ain't no money being made. Right. Okay? So if right. you don't work, you don't eat. Right. And if you can't get yourself up and motivate yourself to come Facts. in and, and do a haircut or make a pie or train a, a session or record a session, you know what I mean? Then right. you don't need to be your own business owner. You right. need to get that right first, get your self-motivation up, and, I think, and then go after and that. And I think too, you know, and uh, my, my dude Gary Vee says this all the time, it's just, it comes with a little self-awareness and being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is really, really cool right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But people don't know the dark side, Man. you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Like again, on social, you, you gonna see all the highlights. Yep. You gonna see all the highlights, but you ain't gonna see that time where that account look weird. Man, <laughs> you ain't gonna see those late nights where you <laughs> up until four or five o'clock in the morning trying to figure out how to make your business work. What? Or make a decision where you either want to still be in business. Right. <laughs> you know, like you gotta be prepared for all those ups and downs, man, mentally. You know, because you can never really be totally prepared for it. You know who wins at the end of the day? The number two guy. Yep. yep. He don't got the pressure. Yep. He has the structure. That's right. And gets paid similarly. <laughs> right. <laughs> very, very close. Right. Very, very close. You're right about that, bro. So maybe some people out there that want to be number one, really your, your goal should be to be a number two guy in the company. <laughs> Which ain't a bad thing, it's man. It's really not. It's really not, bro. And a lot of times, man, I contemplated being that number two guy, man. But I feel like, you know, God had a different plan for me. And one of the most rewarding things, bro, that happened to me years back, bro, it was a, a high school kid came over here 
and we would just sit around talking. It was slow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, man, you, you, your family had money, huh? Like you must have came from money. And I just like looked at him, bro, and it gave me chills, bro, because that's the furthest thing from facts. from facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like out of all of my boys, I had it the worst. You right. know what I mean? Like we were homeless, living in a hotel. You know what I'm saying? Right. No car. I had to work early, you know, at a young age. Right. But you know what? What it taught me is it taught me how to be responsible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as I got older and I had my my dreams of being a a barbershop owner or, or just a barber initially, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But being a barbershop owner, it showed me how to work. You know what I mean? Like going through those struggles in life showed me how to work. Right. You know what I mean? And I I just feel like I'm a testament to all of the young cats around that's been through or mm-hmm. going through what I've been through that, man, winning is possible. You know what I'm saying? Winning, winning is for possible everybody. for everybody, no matter where you at right now, that doesn't that doesn't tell you the end of your story. That just shows you the page. Right. You know what I'm saying? It shows you the page right now, but it's not the end of your story. You can always make that better. Right. And that's, that goes back to your brain engineering. You know what I'm saying? Being able to, if you can think it, and then believe it, you can achieve it. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I always live by all good and perfect things come from God. You know what I mean? So these ideas and uh, everything that we have that we can do better in life that come from God. Now it's on you to make that happen. Right. It's on you to go go out and go towards those those dreams and thoughts and and aspirations. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. a lot of us get stuck dreaming, dreaming and drifting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dreaming and drifting. You know what I mean? It's so do you, do you feel like the ones that do dream and drift, do you think they see that dream clear enough? Because to me, it was clear. It was clear as day. And it was like, there was no going left or right. It was like, it, once it hit me, it hit me. Right. Like, I knew what I was going to be doing. You know? So do you think the ones that drift, do you think there is a lack of vision? Uh, that's not clear enough? What do you what do you think causes them to, to, to drift? Fear. I believe a lot of what causes us to drift, period, is fear. Even now, you know what I'm saying? Like we can have a fear of failure or a fear of uh, investing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where everything comes from. I believe. I believe it comes from fear. You got to be entrepreneur. You got to put it all on the table, you baby. Put it on the table like and not risk. be not be scared to lose because right. losing, losing ain't no is going to happen. Ain't no such thing as losing. Well, either you either you win or you learn. Right. I can say that. Yeah. Okay. So when you learn about money that you invested in yourself that you lost, that's it's learning experience. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know not right. to invest in you that no more. That <laughs> So, um, about what, what we're we talking about, drifting or uh, why, 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 yeah, why people drift away from yeah. the dream? Yeah, I mean that can be a that can be a few things too. But I think for the for the most part, it's fear. It's fear, and a lot of it is the surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Them homeboys that you tell, like, man, I got this this good idea, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna do this and do that. And the ones that can't see the bigger picture, they tell you like, man, you stupid, bro. Like, right, right, what make right, you think right. you're gonna be able to do that? You right here with us. Environment. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So your environment, man, your environment is everything, bro. And I was just talking to uh, a friend 
the other day, and uh, he he just opened up a little business. Well, I ain't gonna say a little business. He opened up a business, mm -hmm. and that's what I corrected myself on when I was talking to him. I was mm -hmm. like, bro, I gotta come check out your little spot, man. Mm -hmm. You know this and that. Right. And then I thought about it. I was like, man, you know what? I apologize. I said, you know what, bro? I apologize even referring to your vision as little. Whew. You know what I'm saying? As a homeboy, I apologize for that. Right. Because there's so many people that belittle, belittle your vision. You know what I'm saying? Especially the ones closest to you. It's the closest ones <laughs> to you. But I, I recorrected myself. I corrected myself uh -huh. immediately because I don't want him to ever feel like I don't support him. Right. Or I don't have his back. You know right. what I'm saying? As a friend. Right. And that's that's what a lot of us are missing. Right. But be careful about the people who reference to your dream and your vision as little in right. any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? That, that can have an effect without you even knowing. Right. Bro. That, that kind of goes back to what we talked about before too. Is just like it's it's hard for sometimes when you make that shift because when you start a business, that means you made a shift from being whatever you were doing before to being a now entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It's hard for sometimes for people that's known you forever to even see you in that light now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why we a lot of times we don't get support from our friends. And and a lot of entrepreneurs can attest to that, man. Like right. it's a lot of it's a lot of people I know they don't support me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they maybe they can't get past the old Q they knew. Right. Or the old Q they, they thought they knew. Right. You know what I mean? So they're like, I ain't going over there, man. It's all good. That's Q, what you but, talking about? Right. You know? Right, man, Q ain't doing that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Or Tuck ain't doing that. Q right. Tuck ain't talking about Elevating your mind and meditating and stuff like that, man. You right. Know? So people can't look past your past. Right. They can't look past your past, and I think that's a lot of where that comes from, man. So what tip would you give? What what advice would you give Q at 16? If you can go back and see yourself at 16 years old, what advice would you give him now about life? Man. Um, 16 year old Q. I gotta go back to that. Point oh, from one. Point guard, guard from Palm Harbor University High point School. Guard, running back. I would tell I would tell that Q to focus on his goals. Focus all of his energy towards his goals. Don't get so caught up in relationships and, and girls and all that stuff, man. Focus on his goals and believe in them. Because 16-year-old Q, he had a lot of stuff going on. He had a lot of athleticism. And he felt like he knew everything. You know what I mean? Which, a 16-year-old is supposed to do that. But, um, how would I put it? Because I, I can't put too much on my parents because of what was going on in my life at the time. You know, I had, to grow, they can do it. Right, I had to grow up fast. Right. So it wasn't that my parents wasn't parents. It was just that. I, it was mainly me. It was on me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? My mom working late, so it's kind of like, bro, listen. If you don't want to go to school and all right. that, that's on you. If you, that's on you. Right. You don't have to live with that. Right. You know. So making those decisions at an early age, you know, what I'm saying, I, I would tell myself, like, man, stay focused. You have dreams, stick with them. Don't get caught up in everything going on around you. That's why I think a lot of young kids don't understand is just energy. Yeah. And that if your energy is scattered, there's no power behind scattered energy. No. You know? No. But there's there's a lot of power in concentrated energy. Mm -hmm. When you focus all of your energy on one thing, 
That's what makes that thing happen and happen fast for you. Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Like, the, the, there's a, I get so many messages from parents. I get so many messages from parents now about, can you talk to my son about Fortnite? Can you talk to my son about focusing? He's playing these video games too much. Yeah. And the, and the only message I can give them is like, is Fortnite gonna make you a better basketball player? Mm -hmm. Is Fortnite gonna get you a, a college scholarship? If the answer is no, then you're wasting energy in the form of time focusing on that. Right. Like why why spend any energy on something that's not progressing you? Right. Man, and, I was just reading this book, I think it was by Earl Nightingale, and he was saying what what success is. Uh-huh. Success is a progressive the progressive going progressively towards a worthy idea. Going progressively towards, towards a, a worthy, worthy idea. idea. So like basically that's knowing, having a goal and knowing where you want to go. And just like you said, making positive steps towards that goal. Because if you're not, if you have goals and you're not making steps towards that goal, what are you doing? Right, right. You're drifting. Right, Fact. You're drifting. Fact. So how can you, how can you be, be better and successful without making progressive steps towards your worthy idea? You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's, that's like a self-check moment when you can sit back and you say, all right, what did I do today? What did I do today towards Growing what I want to do? Yeah, yeah. Put money in my pocket. Right. What What did I do today? And that's that's how you check yourself. A lot of times we do what the masses do. Okay. When we have time, we go home. We do nothing. Right. Watch TV. We do nothing because we deserve it. Which we do deserve the the chill and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But we also deserve to better ourselves and to grow to what we really want to be. Even if you work in a job right now, you know what I'm saying. You can you can. Use Man. some of that spare time Man. to work to who you want to be. Man. You know what I'm saying? So don't look down on yourself because you work a job and you want to be a business owner. You just have to now dedicate more time towards what you want to be, making those progressive steps towards your worthy idea. What are you, you doing between the time of uh, what, 9 to 5? You know, what are you right. doing between 6 and 10 p.m.? Right. What are you doing between right. 6 and midnight? Like, that's time you can be further in your kingdom. Man, I'm going to tell you one of the biggest distractions is social media. 100%. Biggest distractions. You know, a lot of a lot of people, man, including myself, mm -hmm. you know, I get on social media and two hours have passed by without even realizing I call it. That, I call that browser blackout. Man. You just what? swipe it. You just swipe it. And then you like, get out of it. You're like, what have I done in the past hour? Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing at all. Sometimes you can't remember what you looked at. You don't because you just like <laughs> brain on autopilot, man. Brain on autopilot. So, so we talk about. So, what was that Earl Nightingale, Earl Nightingale quote again? Success is progressive direction towards a worthy idea. So, that might not be verbatim. Okay. So, say it again one more time. The progressive. Progressive. Steps. I'll say steps. Progressive steps towards, towards worthy idea. Worthy idea. So do you feel like sacrifice then is not delegating any time that you don't deem worthy to that success? So even if it might, so like sacrifice, because now if I'm, if I'm 
taking progressive steps towards a worthy idea mm-hmm. and something on the side gets my attention that might seem pleasurable in the moment, if I deny myself of that, that's sacrifice now. Right. Right? So if I'm trying to take these steps towards this worthy idea, towards this higher idea of myself, and friends hit me want to go play Fortnite, now that's what true sacrifice is, is knowing that I'm, I'm progressing myself towards this worthy idea, but my, my flesh wants to play this Fortnite, but my true self is like, you need to be working towards this worthy idea. Right. So not only is that sacrifice, that's elevation. You know what I mean? Because you're sacrificing that, that moment of pleasure to, to give your worthy idea, which is your inner self, mm-hmm. what it needs to be, what it, where, where, where it wants to go. Right. You know what I mean? So that's going to elevate you way past the, your friends or your competitors that choose to use that moment of pleasure instead of using that time to grow. And that's, I mean, bro, that's, that's everything. That's everything. And you, and it's hard for them to see it in the moment, but like you you you've seen it. You know, we we we're in our thirties, right? And right. we can go back and think about the kids in high school that didn't have any kind of concentrated focus on anything, and where they ended up, and the life that the South they live now, that we're doing everything, doing everything everybody else was doing. Where are they now? Right. And the ones that had that, like they were they were locked in from day one. And where are they now? Yeah. You know, so to me, there is a big difference, you know, and it starts, I don't think they realize how important it is to start and start to cultivate that mindset when you're young. Right. You know, because it's never too late for nothing, but the way that we're wired, you can start training yourself to be that that person right now when you're in high school by just this, this is locking when, in. That's when it starts, bro. It, it starts right here. It starts, it starts in middle school, really. Mm-hmm. But when you really have to start focusing on your craft and what you want to do, it's here, man. And I would I would say for me, bro, what the blessing in disguise for me and the way I grew up being poor and, and going through what I went through is it gave me a drive. Right. You know, and you gotta find out what motivates you. Right. What motivates you, what pushes you to go harder and harder. For me, it's been that I've been poor before. I, I refuse to go back to it. I refuse to go back to being homeless again. You know what I mean? So that motivates me to continue to grind, to continue to grow, to continue to find different ways to make an income. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because a lot of people complain about not having a job, but they're sitting on gifts. Right. You know? Ooh, it's sitting on it's, gifts. You're sitting on gifts. You know what I mean? <sighs> you're sitting on gifts. And complaining about somebody else not hiring you and nobody Man. else giving you a job. Man. Like, bro, you got you got to see who you are. Find out who you are within yourself and stop waiting on other people to give you anything when God already gave you everything you need. You know what I mean? God already gave you all the gifts you don't need to survive out here. You just have to go get it. Sunbiz.org. Start your business. And start making it happen. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot right. of people just sitting on gifts, man. Sitting on gifts, man. That's sitting. profound. For real, a lot of that's people profound. sitting on That's profound. That's so true, though. Yeah, you can make your you can make your source of income. You don't have to wait on nobody to give you anything. And that's what I try to teach some of these little kids that come in here. They complain about you know little stuff like, bro, you don't have to do that. Right. Be you. Create your wealth. Right. You know what I mean? There's so many so many ways. It's, now. it's too many ways. Right. It's too many ways out here to make money 
for you to be complaining about somebody holding you down. You know what I mean? Like, a bad situation, man, can't determine how much money you make. It's so, you. so a good question. So if I'm, I was kind of putting myself in the shoes of one of the kids that you talked to, mm -hmm. and you telling me that, you know, people that complain about not being able to make money, they're sitting on gifts. What if I don't know my gift? What's a good way for me to like find out what my gift is? Uh, I would say do do whatever draws your attention. You got to start start doing stuff. Right. You know that that's the only way to really find out. One hundred percent. Start doing stuff. Find your passion. Everybody's mm -hmm. passionate about something. Right. You could be passionate about building stuff or breaking stuff down. You know, you can be passionate about working out. Right. You know? Right. Find your passion. You know, and find what what draws your attention. I would say, what draws your energy? Mm -hmm. What's pulling you towards it? Because a lot of times that's that's what our gifts are. Right. What's pulling us Sets our soul them. on fire. Right. Right. What are you passionate about? You know? And I think one of the scariest things is a lot of kids are passionate about video games because they don't do anything else. else right. That's all that they do. So they're really passionate about that. So they have to get out here and just, just do some stuff, man. You know, that's that's the only thing I could tell you. I would be like, well, what do you like doing? When right. I talk to kids, like, well, what, what do you like doing? They might say, oh, I like detailing cars. You know, that sounds crazy, but I, I really get a peace of mind. A lot of cats surprisingly say they like cooking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. say like, man, it really relaxes me when I cook. All right, cool, you like cooking? So, let's start putting our energy towards that. Really dig into cooking. Really find some recipes and cook for people and see how they like it. You never know what can come out of it. Right. You know what I mean? So, find what's passionate for you and don't go off of what your surroundings try to give you. Right. You know, like growing up in the hood, man, most of what we had is sports. We push, we push sports so much like on right. everybody. Right. You know what I mean, and and we have <clears throat> we have so many other gifts as kids. You know what I mean, but but growing up, we suppress those gifts in a sense because what we're being pushed towards, we're being, we're being pushed in a towards box. Towards. Put yeah. everything in the box. Yeah, either, everything what, in the box. What, what uh, Tuche said: either rap or go to the league. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. And and he hit it on the head. Right. Bro. You know, growing up where we came from, bro. Right. That's what that's what it is. That's what it is. We put. We put so much on sports. When football season come around, when basketball season come around, we all in the kids. We all in the kids' lives. Oh, yeah, do this. What team you play for? This is that. But what about the other stuff that they're really good at? Right, right. We don't feed that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's 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 where we as adults have to get better at. Right. Man. You know, we got to feed these gifts, man, because I believe in what you feed lives and what you starve dies. You know, so if we don't feed these different gifts and, and let these kids know that they do have other options, yeah. And, and with me personally, my gift, I felt like, evolved through kind of going through sports. Right. You know, because I, right. I love sports, man. I love, yeah, especially sure. basketball, man. I love everything about the game. But when I was just, when you were talking, I was just kind of like thinking, I was like, well, I started out hooping, and then I liked the workout aspect from hooping. So then I started becoming a trainer. Then when I really discovered what I like about being a trainer is helping people change. And I realized that change happens from the brain. Right. So then I got into the brain. Right. And so that led me to where I was at. But I would say that my advice would be whatever you're doing, just go hard at it. Right. Just go hard. 
Because that's how you're going to discover what, what it is at, at the root, what you really, really like. Yeah. You know, and that's what I found out is just by going hard as a basketball player, by going hard as an entrepreneur and a trainer, I discovered that I am obsessed with transformation. Now, do you believe that that's something that was taught or that was something that was in you? Which, what, uh, the being obsessed about the brain? No, no, the brain is the end game. Oh, it was something so, that was in me all the time. I just right. think by going hard, it it revealed itself to me. Also, you know, me becoming in the age of consciousness, being conscious of, like, how I feel while I'm doing something. What right. What makes me become alive. And it's, it's the, man, like, you helped my daughter out to the point where, you know, there's nothing we can do to ever repay you. Right. I had I had a I had a uh, conversation with a girl. Don't remember having it, but uh, she was suicidal, and something I said to her talked her out of her suicide attempt. And parents were extremely grateful for it. Yeah. And like that, there when they told me that, I was like, whoa! Like it hit me. I was like, this is my purpose. This is yeah. my this is my path now is to help people understand themselves better. Right. By understanding their brain and understanding their biology, so now that they can become greater than the body, greater than their environment, and start to actually create their own reality. See, that's dope too, because kids can find themselves a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, they can find themselves a lot earlier than in their 30s, where, you know, where it took me, like, I, I, I owned the business for a long time, but I'm just really learning how to really do it. Now, you know I mean? now me too. <laughs> I'm just now learning how to really do it. Right. You know, because right. being young, you just go off as OJT, on the job training, but, it goes past your skill set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's a mental game first. I did it backwards. You know what I mean? So if you get the mental game first, everything else will follow. Right. And, and whatever you touch is gonna be gold. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you can sure. get your, you can get into whatever. If your, if your mindset is right, wrapped around that, you, it's gonna work. Yeah. It's gonna work. My head looks really good, by the way. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. I always, I always yeah. feel like a new man. Uh, coming out of here. Uh, so I always like to do something different um, each podcast and closing. And so with this one, give issue a challenge out there. Challenge issue a challenge out there. A mental challenge for the youth. We talked a lot about the youth today. Issue a mental challenge for the youth out there to something that's going to challenge them and, and help them become a more conscious, more aware uh, individual. All right. I would say to, to mimic like what you have going on, I challenge the youth to, to give themselves an hour a day. And what I mean by that is no social media, no homeboys, no girlfriends, no boyfriends. I challenge you to give yourself an hour a day to just think and meditate. Meditate on what drives you, what you want to do, and write it down. Hour a day for a week till this next episode. I know y'all will tune in to a station. One week, an hour a day, write down. Write down whatever you think about, and then start going towards it. I like it. I like it. So you guys hear that. One hour a day, kids. Focus on you. Get a little introspective. Be consciously aware of what you're doing and how you're doing it. 
and uh, do that every day for an hour. Put that phone down. Put it down. Operation, put the phones down. Facts. <laughs>